welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about how it's okay to be imperfect. Hey Shannon, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right too. Good. Enjoy, enjoying some warm spring weather, even though it's not spring yet. Here in St. Louis. <laughs> Just going to enjoy are. it. I'm going with it. Yeah, we're having a little bit of spring weather here, too. It's like sunny, and I see a little blue sky out of my window. Nice. Yeah, we've got 73 degrees and flowers in bloom. Wow. On, Mar- on March 6th, which is unusual for us. Um, yeah. Probably we'll get a cold spell and all the flowers will go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was just noticing that. My Daphne hasn't bloomed yet, and last year it had bloomed um, in February. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm impressed by your memory. Well, I remember because um, uh, I noticed it was blooming when we were walking to a friend's for his birthday, and so I picked a little sprig to take to him. That's the only reason I remember. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. And I also um, painted a little card of it. So that helped cement it in my memory, too. Oh, my gosh. You took that to the next level. I painted a little <laughs> card of it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you know, two things that make it stick in my memory. Otherwise, you know, it'd be just gone in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Well, you know, we have an interesting topic today um, because I've pretty much gotten over this, but I think this is one of the really difficult things about, you know, being perfectionistic is feeling bad about not being able to be perfect. Right. And not only feeling bad well, like feeling like you're bad for not being able to be perfect. Yeah. And that's just, yeah, that's that's so, it makes me sad for folks. And it makes me feel really fortunate to be naturally good at good enough because I am so imperfect. And if I, <laughs> if I felt like I was a bad person because of it, I don't know, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. Um, but I, we, I was, I thought of this topic because I met with a lovely, lovely new client who really truly was feeling um, just so bad about herself because her house was in a bit of disarray through some situations that anybody's house would have been in disarray in this, these situations. Mm-hmm. And we, um, my employee and I were saying, oh, no, no, this, you're, this doesn't mean you're a bad person. And she was convinced it did. So I am hoping that that will shift in her, perhaps, <laughs> because yeah. it's just not, it's it just, she's such a lovely person and it's just not... Um, beneficial or true right right well um it is it's a hard thing to get over when you're caught up in it Mm -hmm. because it feels so true and 
it feels impossible to think otherwise. Right. Yeah, that's what I saw her in her in her eyes. She looked mm-hmm. at us like you don't understand. Of course, what I'm saying is true. Um, and, and coincidentally, that day before that consult, I had been watching um, some stuff uh, by Casey Davis of Struggle Care, who has mm-hmm. such a compassionate message about um, about this very thing, right? That, that right. A, a messy house does not mean that you're a bad person. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not a moral failure. It's not like um, tidiness or cleanliness is not. Um, hmm, the word just fell out of my head. The cleanliness is not next to godliness. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I thought of as soon as you said that. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh-huh. Um but that it's it, it's oh it says it doesn't have a, a value like a, mm-hmm. um, a a good or bad value it just it's neutral it just yes. is what it is about you know you as a person it doesn't say anything about you as a person right I, I would and I would agree with that certainly after working with hundreds of clients who hired my company to help them get organized and tidy and so forth it's it's but I also see that for many people it doesn't feel that way right right and so it it can be difficult to even entertain the idea that you know say your struggles to keep your home neat or your struggles to finish your to-do list or your struggles to you know do whatever it is that you're trying to do perfectly that that uh does or does not make you a good or bad person but just starting to consider that possibility Hmm. like just open the door on on the notion a little bit yeah yeah what would it yeah is there do you have phrasing that you would use with a client to help them consider that um (laughs) you know what just came to mind was the um uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this clip from the Bob Newhart show <laughs> where he um, someone is saying that they're doing this thing and they just can't stop doing it. And he's like, well, just stop it. And they're like, no, but, you know, it's this and I can't do it. And he's like, well, stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I, I don't do that. No. It doesn't I, really work. No, but. it doesn't. Because, <laughs> you know, if you could stop it. You'd um, stop it. You'd stop it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but the, but it, it, I guess, you know, the place to start is to um, begin to recognize the idea that your, your worth is not based on your actions, that your worth as a human being is... Um, does not change based on what tasks you do or do not do. It doesn't change whether your house is messy or neat. It doesn't change whether um, you, you know, do a presentation as perfectly as you think you should or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, That just innately your worth, your value as a person is... Hi. I mean, it's like you matter because you exist. 
Right. That's those are nice words. It's and so true. We all, everyone matters. Right. And and that you know your ability or inability or struggles to do anything has nothing to do with your value as a human being. Right. And struggles are often ephemeral. Right. I mean, like yeah. there are many things I used to struggle about that. I don't anymore, and things I struggle with now that I didn't used to. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's not, yeah, that doesn't define me. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, sort of disconnecting those things is the first step. And there's, you know, different ways you can do that. And and maybe you do it like um, uh, from the angle that Casey Davis takes, which is to recognize that, the state of your home is neutral. It doesn't make you good or bad. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, I talk about this with clients all the time. You know, whether or not you're able to take the action you want is not good or bad. It's just neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one of the things that that does is it sort of calms down your nervous system a little bit to make it easier to do things. Because if you feel like, um, you know, your ability to do something makes you a good person and your inability to do it makes you a bad person, that starts to put you in survival mode. Right. And that's a tough place to be able to take consistent action. Right, especially if you're afraid of failing, or not even failing. Right. You're afraid of not being perfect. Right. <clears throat> right. Right. Um, and and I think that's why perfectionism is so hard for people, because it feels like, well, why wouldn't I want to do this perfectly? Like, why wouldn't I want this to be perfect? Like, that's mm-hmm. just how it should be. And and you may not even know, like, all of these things that are intertwined. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I can imagine that if, you're, if you have a belief that being perfect is important to your character, your identity, your, to whether or not you're a good person, mm-hmm. then um, that's just wired into your whole um, emotional universe. And it just sounds so um, almost debilitating, taken to the extreme anyway. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's often why people come to you and I, (laughs) is because they're so debilitated by that. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, even, Even if it doesn't present that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me think about how I'm grateful that I was brought up in a semi-messy home, right? I mean, my our house was <laughs> fine. It was fine, but it uh-huh. was never, it was never like, you know, this was the 60s, and it was never leave it to beaver perfect, uh, right. Jane Cleaver perfect. My mother was not <laughs> vacuuming, wearing high heels. Um, <laughs> and pearls. <laughs> right, right. But it gave me the, a standard that uh, <laughs> to which I... Um, adhere to this day, probably, that it's okay to 
to live your busy life with some disorder around. Um, and I, it, it, and when I started my organizing business, that was hard for me to, I was worried that that was bad. And right. uh, I don't think it is. And just yesterday, I, what was it? I was, um, did, said something about something being messy. And a friend said, well, you're a professional organizer. And I'm like, and I said these words, I said, professional organizers aren't perfect. And, Good. Uh, yeah. It's like, come on. That's the problem, right? For <laughs> many, no one should be expected to be perfect. Right. Well, and, you know, things can be organized and still be a little messy. That's right. And, yes. You know? Absolutely. My, my office is very organized and it's really messy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just an opportunity to, you know, tidy it up when you are able to. Exactly. And I also like to think of myself as someone who models imperfection. Right. And uh, I mean, you know, thanks for taking one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, um, I just want people to begin to be kinder to themselves and and cut themselves some slack and allow themselves to. Th- think of themselves as good people, regardless of the state of their world around them or their to-do list or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think if, if, uh, if you're listening to this and this is resonating with you, those feelings, um, checking out what Casey Davis has to offer might be really helpful. Yeah, she has a book called um, Keeping House While You're Drowning, I think, or How to Keep House While You're Drowning, mm-hmm. which um, does a really great job of helping to dispel the myth that um, that your ability to keep a clean house uh, indicates whether or not you're a good person. Mm-hmm. We need we need a lot uh, more people like her saying those things, right? Yeah. But it seems like she's getting quite a wide platform. I I wrote a little blog post about her last week and discovered that she has I think it's one point four million TikTok followers. Yeah, she's... and I I don't do TikTok, so I hadn't I wasn't aware <laughs> of her. She has a, she has like thirty thousand YouTube followers. <laughs> so <laughs> um, apparently TikTok's the place to be to see to see some of her stuff. Yeah, but her website's great, and her TED Talk is right there on her website. Oh, that's great. Well, we can put links to those in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just entertaining the idea that it's okay to be imperfect is a good place to start. Yes. I think it's yeah. more than okay to be imperfect, but yes, a starting point that it's okay to be perfect, imperfect. Yeah. And, um, and that's a good place to help you on your good enough journey right. or your journey to embracing good enough. Right. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've, all these yep. hours we've been talking about this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like the, the heart of it. There, you know, there's all these other things we talk about, but the heart of it is that is, um, you know, we want people to feel good about themselves mm-hmm. and be okay with however they are. Yes. Here, here. 
Yeah. So we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Uh, You can leave us a comment on our show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can head over to Facebook or Instagram at getting to good enough, or you can give us a call at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. modeling how okay it is to be imperfect well good